guys, it's your girl Shay in the building. You already know it's Gemini's World, and her name is Shay. Stepping in with another fucking episode. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm tired. But anyway, um, I have some a topic that is like needs to be addressed. Like, you know, it's dealing with my my guy or whatever, you know, and so some emotions and insecurities or whatever the case like I just look I just jump right into it right like because this has been on my mind because like I don't understand from a male's perspective of what I'm personally going through so help me understand if you know if you listen to this podcast and you hear it all the way through inbox me tag me, call me, text me, whatever, and help me understand from a male's perspective how um, it's fair to feel, you know, some type of way or whatever. Okay, so, it is October 3rd, yay, today is October 3rd, um, my beautiful granddaughter was born today, 4 a.m. this morning. And uh, my daughter did an awesome job. She knew that fucking birth. Like, she killed it. I wish I was there. I was crying because I was wanted to be there physically and hold her hand and everything. It's just like I, the emotions and the finance and everything. I just wish I was able to just, like, be right there and just hold my baby's hand while she's having her baby. And I'm like, damn, yo, I miss out on her fucking... Her first birth, like, but yeah, it's all good. She she's happy with her little one, and she's happy that um I was being supportive the whole time, so she's alright with it. So I'm gonna be honest with you, I fucking fell asleep on the phone with my guy, not even knowing he was on the fucking phone when I could have called her at around that time. So I mean, it. Uh, <laughs> She's so adorable. She got my nose. She's so cute. Little light skin. As I said, she will be looking just like a greenie, but not really. She came out looking like her father, but she just got my nose. I think that's a beautiful thing. So, <sighs> yes, they're going to be cute together. You know, these little certificates, stuff like that. She asked me, why you, what is that? I'm like, girl, we ain't doing that. You did this whole pregnancy asking me questions. You ain't about to ask me because that was questions now. <laughs> but that, it's your turn now. You out of my house, you doing your thing, you have your first. Uh, no. <laughs> you better figure it out. But no, she knows my door is always open. You know, but when you come over to this side of town, yay. When you come over to this side of town, you know, it goes back to the rules and shit like that. So, nah. <laughs> anyway, I am so happy for them. Congratulations again, baby. You already know I'm here to support you. Alright, let, let me dive into the real negative part. Now, y'all know I brag about my boyfriend and in a good, goodest way, great, great whatever word you can describe as me, like, the best way possible here and I haven't been like feeling myself lately like it's again it's October 3rd so it's five days away from my best friend 
do I have to say? My best friend Freak's anniversary. She was murdered um, October 8th, 2022. You know, last year in New Jersey. He was shot 13 times in the back um, over some money. So, I just haven't been like, you know, I've been like having like hits and misses and shit like that. Little spats and whatever. And I spoke on this like a while ago, like that I was kind of robbed my, the opportunity to mourn him because I was dealing with somebody online or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, now I'm kind of like feeling that a little bit, you know, like I'm, I'm starting to feel it, but I'm in it, doing it in a relationship, you know what I mean, like while I'm in this relationship with this, this fabulous guy, he's feeling some type of weight. And that's just in his nature. He's like, he's a Pisces, so he's like insecure or whatever. Because he's looking at like, how are you still mourning him? How are you even doing that right now when I'm with you? Like, I'm trying to be the best man for you and show you that it's great, greater out here from what you've been dealing with. And you got this dude on your brain. How do I compare? Like, I just went through some shit with your kid's father. And now you over here mourning him like where do I fit in that so I kind of like get it but at the same time it's like it's nothing to compare about because he's dead and when he was alive me and him didn't have int any type of intimacy we had a friendship you know what I mean like when Harit used to call me I used to always you know not say always answer but like he'll call me or whatever and we just like he, he got you know He's telling me about his little mate, his little shorty, and I told him about mine or whatever. And then we just start talking. It ain't about our reminiscing thing or whatever. He used to give me advice. He used to tell me, break it down, tell me how I need a break from shit. I need to get out more. I need to do this. I need to do that. He was like, fuck some kids. Like, he used to have me cracking up laughing. He was a life party. So, to not have that person to call you no more is emotional for me because these are the times where I really need him to to me because when I first got here I ain't have again nobody really to really talk to you know I used to talk to my stepsister or whatever because she's all the way to Florida or I, you know me and my cat's father who was on the in and out or whatever because he was still done with his kids mother and I didn't really have nobody to like to socialize with so he was my person and for them to just kill him it's just, it, it broke me a little bit. But again, I started messing with my online. I just got distracted. And if anybody understands emotionally how that is, when a person you care about happens to just die or whatever, and something is to replace that, something came and replaced the emotions, made you feel good, made you feel human again without you even wanting, you know, they was soothing you, cooling you, whatever you call it. You gravitate to that, like you, you you find yourself falling for that or whatever, and then you be like, forget you forget the, all about the person, which is unfair, but you forget all about the person, and that's what happened or whatever. So when I went out to see him in the casket and stuff, I, it was I was in disbelief. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, nah, because we used to always talk about how he was gonna die, how he was gonna die before me, all that shit. Like he would say he was gonna die before he was 40. He said all of that shit. So. And he said the reason and who was gonna do it, even though the who didn't, the reason still was valid. So it's it pains me 
to notice and not even speak to him for a whole year. Like, that shit hurt so much. Like, I wish I could be able to pull up my contacts and just call him. I'm sorry, I'm outside, y'all. Wait for my son. I wish I could just pull up my contacts and just call him real quick and just like, yo, stop playing. And just talk about all the shit that happened throughout the years, like, throughout this year. It's just, like, release. It's even somebody I can release to. But no, I can't do that. And the man I have right now, he is on some shit, like, it's frustrating, okay, to try to please a Pisces. Because it gets so jealous so fast, so quick. I can't even talk to my kid's father directly without him feeling some type of way. Now, that's a little bit over, over dramatic and too controlling. Me and my kid's father is going through some shit, so me and him ain't talking because he chose to block me or whatever. Because my, my boyfriend checked him about him calling me a bitch. But I would look at, like, yo, instead of his co-parenting through Kaija, which is my daughter, my middle child, He'll call her to tell me something. And I tell him, tell her to call him. To, like, it's stupid as fuck to me. I want to directly co-parent. I don't want no physical contact with him. I just want to directly, you know, co-parent. But because I, the idea, I want it to be that, my boyfriend's feeling some type of way about that because he's looking at like, I done did all of this, you know, check this nigga, and you want him, y'all wanna, you wanna co-parent with this nigga? When this the nigga that called you a bitch, this the nigga that don't want you, this the nigga that... This and that. And this is all the shit that I pulled up and told him. So he calculated the shit and threw it all in my face. Even with the Reek situation, he's like, my ex, my ex boyfriend was my best friend. And he basically told him, told me like, ain't that the one I wanted to be in a polygamy relationship? He wanted other women. He just wants you. So it's like. When you keep throwing shit like that in my face and then the add on with my kid's father that he just look at me as a fuck and shit, you calling me a hoe or you calling me just bottomless, you calling me like worthless that I'm only good for as a fuck, you calling me everything that I am not, first of all, but you calling me these things without actually saying the words. Bad enough, I have issues with my own father. Like, when I brought up my shit, situation with my father, like, how I felt about my father, how he raised a whole family that wasn't even biologically his, and I come into the picture and I felt unwelcome. That just rooted off from there, like, where were you? Oh, you was around the corner. And I'm talking about my kids, my, my father, father. You was around the corner, had your own little, you know, social club. You got an RV, a fucking trailer, whatever the fuck you want to call it, a truck. You doing all this shit. And mind you, I'm over here eating garbage and shit as a kid and, and got a stepfather for a crackhead or whatever. Even though I hate to say this out loud all the time, he was a good you know, father figure, he just could not get off drugs, let me just put it like that, let me stop saying he stepdad and it was on crack, <laughs> like, he just couldn't get off drugs, but he was a good father figure, you know, but just, I put all that into a, a box and put in perspective, it's like, when my mate, who was supposed to be my safe place, come to me and tell me some shit like that, because he in his bag, like, how many times you gonna keep throwing this trigger out here at me? It just keep getting me emotional even more. I'm not even trying to be really in my bag like that. I'm not even doing it in front of you to be in my bag. I'm just a little distance mentally. I just don't want to have sex. You come over here with the dick all out and 
you know, you want to have sex. Your comeback is, oh, because we ain't had sex in a minute, and you complaining, talking about me, that I was complaining about not having sex because you wasn't having sex, because yeah, you're working so much. Like, you work on, you working, you making all these plans with all these fucking different cars and shit like that. You overbooking yourself. Like, yeah, when is we gonna have time for each other? Because I'm working too. Like, and but my shit, we both make our own fucking schedule. So what the fuck? Yeah, when can we have a day to ourselves? But that was then. This now it's like you pop up and just like then you gotta get some dick, like get some coochie. And I don't like that because you used to do that before. Just have it all out and just think like I'm supposed to just enjoy this shit, even though I did at that time. <laughs> but now I feel low, and now because of all the things you have said to me, it's triggers and shit. Now I, I'm looking at you like you that you may be looking at me as just as such. Like I might be just that to you too, like a hoe or whatever. I'm feeling funny right now. So yes, I felt the same way. So he was looking at me like, and this is all this morning. He was looking at me. It's a ball of emotion. My, my granddaughter was born at 4, 19 a.m. He calling me again at six something. Come to the house at um at seven. I mean six thirty. You know we meet up again at nine. Then all of a sudden we 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 clashing. I just it's like a ball of emotion. I'm I'm tired like. Already, I'm doing a lot of shit by myself. You help, yeah, you do this, that, and the third. You're not, that shit is not un, un, unacknowledged, whatever you would call it. You know, I, I praise you on that. I appreciate that shit. You know what I mean? I don't ask for the shit, you just do. That's what's up. I love it. But that doesn't give you rights to just pull your shit. Like, you just come in, in control. That was not, I see, now I get it. He's looking at like, well, this is how I used to be. This is how we already is. Like, this is that and the third. Because it's one I did not want to tell him what was my issue. And he just kept trying to, like, will it out of me. Kept trying to straighten it out of me. Like, just kept trying to... And I'm like, I'd rather just do this by myself. I'd rather be alone. He just kept naming names and name Like, not naming names. Just saying things. It's like, he was like, is that what Rick... Because I had just told him once before, and I'm like, it, you know, the date is coming, it's getting closer, and so, and that's when he's flipped. Like, if it ain't one thing, if it's another thing, I'm like, what do you mean? It's hurtful to, for him to feel some type of way and blow it up the way he did and not understand. And he's steady talking over me, and I'm like getting really emotional because at this moment in time, I'm vulnerable. I'm weak minded. Like, not even weak minded. I'm just at that point where I'm just like, chill, okay, all right, I'm okay, I'm done. You know, trying to get the last words out or trying to get the point across without being. You know, you're so humble. You're not trying to raise your voice to the point where you will make her mad or you want to get so angry you catch a headache. You're just trying to just say, all right, let's talk about this another time. But no, he want to keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. And I'm like, yo, chill. Like, this is not the time. And for you to feel some type of way is unfair. It's like, you should be done with that nigga. That's the same nigga that... This, da, 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 da. I'm like, but... Before he died, there was no physical connection there anymore. We had stopped having sex for a while. For like, the, shit. A whole year's a change, to be honest. 
I have sex with that man in, in, in a minute. So it's like, it wasn't a physical thing. It's not an intimate thing. He was, we just became fucking friends. We remained friends. It just didn't work. You know, he's a ladies' man. I'm just not into sharing. And I was that. We was we was cool with us, you know, being at where we was at. No, you want to keep going and keep going and say his name and say he dead, he this and that. It's just like it's just fucking me up with a fucking viney ass switch, like just cutting me all up, like it is deep and it hurts because. I'm trying to catch my breath while talking at the same time. I'm like, it's unfair for you to feel this way to me. Like, it's crazy. He's telling me I'm different. How am I different? Because I'm having a moment? I'm like, yo, if you knew me many years ago, a lot of people don't be because I get emotional when it comes to my mother's anniversary. I, nowadays, it's definitely like a hit and miss. It's really rare that I get emotional by my mom's, you know, because it's, it's like me, it's like a detachment. But if it was many years ago, I promise you, I would have been feeling some type of way, the same fucking way. As it get closer to her date, you know, I usually be getting a little cuckoo wacky in my holidays. It just ain't the same, you know? So I'm okay with that. It's natural to mourn somebody that you can't once cared about. But we only six, going on seven months, the seventh. And already he like, acting like I'm a wife or some shit. Like I'm not supposed to feel those that way. Like it's fresh to me. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna use that excuse like it's fresh and shit. Like I don't know him or nothing. It's not that type of fresh. It's just a point of, it's fresh for me and read like it was only a year. It ain't been five, ten years and I can and I'm over here sad and shit like on some Jada Pika and the Tupac shit. Ain't that it's not that. It's fresh cause it's just a year. Like a whole year. I ain't speak to him in a whole fucking year. So yeah, I'm feeling some type of way. Excuse me for feeling some type of way. But for you to just go out and just say the things you say and I'm supposed to chase you and be like, oh, okay, just forgive me, this and that. Nah, nah, it's unfair to me that you feel some type of way about me feeling some type of way. It's childish to be exact. I I deserve to mourn. I am entitled to do that. That is my fucking friend. I can do that. If it was your wife, your ex-wife, one of your kids, your friends or whatever, female friends, and you was really close to them, you'll feel some type of way too, and I will have no point, no other choice but to understand. I would not try to rob you. I would not try to pull you away, grab your attention, trying to take you away from the, the you know, the, the shit, because you, you want me to give you full-blown attention. I can't. You want me to ignore how I fucking feel to give you attention. That's fucked up. It's fucked up, like you say. Why would you get in a relationship knowing that still was a thing? I did not know, okay? I did not know, and I swear on the bottom of my heart that I was going to be feeling some type of way still over Sarik. I did not know. I thought I was over it, too. I thought that things was, like, humble. You know, I think I thought it was calm over here where I ain't got to worry about him. You know, not even worry about him or his kids, because his kids keep in touch with Kaija, my daughter. 
And that's a good thing. They gotta still got a good relationship. But I can't help how I feel, darling. It's sad that you want me to. You want me to be mute. And I'm trying to be mute by not doing it in front of you. You want to keep asking me all these thousands of fucking questions. And I'm trying to tell you, is this that the turn? So I get it. I get it. We normally have sex that way because, you know, it's attractive or whatever. But I have mentioned it a couple of times. You make me feel like a slut. Like, come on. Like, the fuck is this? I don't like the idea of the of of the approach of how we go about it is the same thing all the time we can't switch it up to something else you know because when we come up with y'all like i ain't gonna hold you that shit just it's it's you know it's nice and <laughs> he get butterballed and shit <laughs> and it turns me on but it's just today i just couldn't do it i just couldn't do it and i get it it reflects it reflects on him because like he looks like he he the way i treated him it's like nah i don't want to do it like this i was open about it like and he's looking at like well then what's what changed i made him feel like shit and that's not my intention i want to make him feel like shit I want to make him feel like he was nothing. So I apologize to him. He don't want to take it. Okay, where we go from here? Because we could do the friends with benefits. I still want that dick. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I just miss Reek because, honestly, God, it feels crazy not to talk to Reek. Just tell him about my, my Florida trip because, you know, I ain't never get on a plane before, let alone go to Florida. I was supposed to move to Florida. And the fact that I got on a plane to go to Florida and he was nowhere to be found to call because he was gone. He's gone. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway. He get mad at me about pictures, old pictures that I have of their father. Like, I'm not about to rip them shits up. Like, he mad at this nigga. Like, we just having a falling out. But they they gotta still see their, you know, it's good to still have a picture of him. You know, I don't know. Some people are different. I, me, I'm a sentimental person. Some shit holds value. They dad picture don't hold no damn value, but I'm not about to sit there and burn it up and, like, you know, that's a memory, a picture that you can't get back. So I'm not about to do that. Now you can't be that dang on jealous. We don't even have pictures together. I mean, wanting to, but I don't know. You look at like these circumstances. His lifestyle, he come from nothing. He has nothing to offer, but he has so much to give. Like. He really do. He's a giving, compassionate man. With not a pot to piss in. Or with a little throw it out. If you understand that 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 speech, figurative speech. I love that man. And nothing can tear me away from him. You know, from loving him. But Reek, he just was my best friend. Not on the same level. They not on the same level, not on the same here, and I need for him to understand that, but he 
he was a good friend I could talk to. He didn't get jealous or feel some type of way or anything like that. Shit, he gave me advice about my, my old nigga. <laughs> but I was telling my kids, well, he gave me advice how to handle this nigga. You know, like, I miss him so fucking much. Anyway, I just had to get that off my chest. It's, do you think that's unfair for him to feel some type of way about me more than an old friend? Or is it unfair and selfish of me to still be mourning someone after a year, no matter the timing, while in the relationship? Hit me up. Let me know how you feel, baby.